0: everyone, this is your bass player, Billy Sheehan, from the Wanderer Dogs. so you're listening to my good friend, Sean here on Iron City Rocks. Hey, folks, this is Steve By, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks, so turn it up. Hi, this is Joe Satriani, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. This is Reyes with Animals as Leaders, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Oh!
1: Hello and welcome to episode 236 of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host Sean Company from the Iron City of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. In this week's episode we bring to you an interview with guitarist Javier Reyes from the band Animals as Leaders. Animals as Leaders is a progressive instrumental band featuring Javier and guitarist Tosin Abasi. They just released a new album entitled The Joy of Motion. Before we get to that interview though, here is a track from that album entitled Cascade. Alright ladies and gentlemen, with me on the line I have Javier Reese from the band Animals as Leaders. How are you doing today?
0: Doing good, man. How are you
1: doing? Doing good. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. First off, I want to ask you uh, about the uh, new album. You guys recently released the album uh, The Joy of Motion. Um, which right. when it re- was released, it, uh, debuted at number 23 on the billboard. Um, was that a, a shock for you guys?
0: You know, we were absolutely stuck when um, we heard about so he that, uh, about the 20, being charted number 23, so. uh, the fact that we're instrumental um, was so kind well, of a big deal to being a upset,
1: so. Cool, cool. Um, so can you talk a little bit about, uh, the album, the album was released, uh, batch in, back in March. Can you talk a little bit about, uh, how it's, uh how would the recording process was like?
0: Uh, sure. Um, on online, this online, album, um, from a from the it was still done similar the hours hours to the way we've done previous albums where everything's doing kind of good, just recorded uh, in the computer. Really um, you know, there's yeah. essentially not that uh, many mics just first for first us uh, in regards you, uh, to recording the, the really guitars. But what we did different this time around was, one, work with a variety of producers. Well, yeah, just uh. Adam Get Good from Periphery, Misha Menzer also from Periphery, and Diego. Periphery of volumes, and then songs that, you know, we did on our own. Right. So, there's, you know, more variety than the previous albums. The first album was produced mainly by Misha. The second album was produced by Naveen. So, you know, there there are some differences from from this album. There's previous stuff. And then we actually got to record real drums this time around, which I think... (laughs) Really helped uh, to you know make the albums stand out a lot more from the previous ones as well.
1: Right, right. Um, now, as far as writing the songs go, is that a collaboration?
0: Um, yes and no. Um, you know, a lot of times, uh, Tosin and myself. It's because we're the, the the style that we write is so technically driven or technique driven, and it's kind of hard to you know, write together in some senses, you know, as far as riffing is concerned, most most songs start off from a part that he has or myself have. Right. Um, and then we'll just add on to it, layered. but it's part of where most stuff just either comes from him or myself.
1: Right. Um, now this is your uh, first album on uh, Sumerian Records. Um, how have they been treating you guys?
0: Great, great. Wow. we have We actually have a long history with Sumerian Records. Okay. Uh, even before they were actually Sumerian Records. Um, Ash Abelson, the the owner of Sumerian Records, used to be in a band with Tosin. Okay. Um one of the you know, the VPs there, Sean Keith, used to be a guitarist for a calico system who um I believe got Tosin his first guitar endorsement back in the day oh, with wow. Ibotus. Um, Amanda Fury, who's also another EP at Siberian, um, has been booking shows in the D.C. area since we were teenagers. So we have, like, a long, long history with those guys. And, you know, it's cool to... It's cool that we're all doing really, you know, really well and kind of uh, working at what we've been doing for the longest time.
1: Right, right. Um, <clears throat> now, as far as... Uh you got this tour coming up, I believe it starts uh, in a few days. What do you guys do to prepare for a tour? Your music's like really technical. Is it challenging to pull it off live?
0: Um, uh, we just kind of you know try to learn new material and then add it to the to the repertoire mm-hmm. that's out there now. But I mean, there's you know nothing nothing too too drastic from from the first headliner that we did and I think it's just going to be uh, a 2.0 version of that
1: right now as far as like preparing the parts do you guys do you guys use any like recorded tracks do you guys pull it all off live or
0: um, yeah I mean that's essentially the bulk of the guitar stuff anything that we can play in loop um, we will do um, you know there are some parts here and there that we'll just have to you know if it's like some super heavy affected guitar that's just in the mm-hmm. background, not really, you know, in the forefront of the song, you know, it'll be part of the backing right. track, considering that there's only two of us. All the bass and synth is obviously backing track as well.
1: Right, right. Now, um, <clears throat> gear-wise, you uh, you you primarily play, like, the 8-string guitars. Is it a challenge going back and forth between 8-string and 6-string guitars? Uh,
0: yes and
1: no. Um, I imagine you know, you've the, been doing it for quite some time now, so...
0: Yeah, you know, I've been obviously been playing six string for a long time since right. I started. Um, but, you know, I've been playing seven, I started playing seven string a long time ago as well. So when the idea of jumping to an eight string, when I first started, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I, I wasn't really intimidated or really thinking of it as being complete form, you know, being mm-hmm. comfortable already from, uh, from six to seven. Um It does get a little tricky as far as, like, remembering what to play, you know. Right. For, you know, for the the bulk of my time I am playing on my 8th string, when I do hop on a 6-ring electric, I have to break out, like, you know, (laughs) smoke on the waters and all the other stuff that I forget to play.
1: Now, can you talk a little bit about how you uh, got started in music and who some of your influences are?
0: I got started playing music because of my father, um... He just wanted to live vicariously to me and, like, hey, you have to do music. You're born to do music. So he just put me in guitar lessons and piano lessons and vocal lessons and all sorts of shit. And it was like, all right, I'm doing music. So I you know, and I started really young, so I kind of re- don't remember not playing music. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as my influences, you know, early on I was into, like, metal. I mean, my first concert was Anthrax, Alice in Chains, Megadeth, and Slayer. So. Wow. Um, just been listening to that old school, you know, style for a while. Mm-hmm. Grew into the Pantera, Slipknot days, and mm-hmm. you know the Sepulturas. Right. Um, and then you know just classical, you know, guitars, guitars as well. You know, through through teachers mm-hmm. and through other friends that I've met. Right. Um, just a variety of st- of stylistic uh, players. Uh, for any anything from flamenco, popolocia. Um, who recently died, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, um more current, uh, artists like Bandu Bokka or Powell, So, yeah, you know, um, a good variety of stuff, man.
1: Cool, cool. Now, you, uh, you used to play Ibanez and you, you recently made a switch to Carvin. Can you talk a little bit about that?
0: Sure. Um, you know, I, I actually, when Carbon first started making eight strings, they actually had sent one sent one out to us to mm-hmm. try out, and I remember really liking the guitar. It was like, wow, this is a really great guitar. Of uh, you know, there's ESP, there's you know Schachter's and a right. good variety of guitars, and there's some, some more of the boutique companies who obviously can create some really high end stuff. But obviously, it's like on the on the higher end of the cost, you know, and even as an artist getting something like what a boutique company could make it sometimes can be difficult considering that, you know, they don't have the the, the resources just to be handing out guitars the same way Ivanes can do. Right. Um, so, you know, I was actually, you know, just in the market for you know, just, just trying other stuff out and I, I contacted Clark and I was like, Hey, can I try some of your guitars out? And they, in the middle of that of our last headliner they sent some stuff out and I was like, Man, these guitars just played better than my Ivanette. I actually even like did an A B comparison with you know, I once I originally after I switched I actually went down to carving it, you know not doing anything like guitars. My Ivanist guitars with carving guitars with similar dubs and whatnot and at the end of my little experiment my carvings just, you know, were better better made guitars cool you know and not to say that a are, are is in the guitar i've always been i'm a huge fan of ibanez as well it's right just you know i have what i've gotten from carbon so far it's just been a little closer to what i actually want
1: that's cool yeah i mean Ibanez has always been kind of you know like the shredders guitar um and uh, it's it's cool to see other other uh brands getting in there too um you know real quick uh wrap this up real quick um you have a couple of side projects, uh, Tram and, and Mestis. Is there any uh, plans for uh, some more with those?
0: Or uh, For Tram, I'll do another one. It's a little hard to get everybody together. Right. Um, between Tocins and Mass Clinics and, you know, all the touring that animals is doing, it's kind of hard to figure out something else at the current time. You know, Mestis is more kind of just doing Cool, and with that, you know, I'm currently music for it. So, you know, hopefully, I don't know within the year or less, I can put
1: out another full, maybe a full. Cool, cool, um, cool. I, you know, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk to us, and we have a little bit of trouble here, got some editing to do, but uh, you know, I appreciate you taking the time, and uh, we look forward to seeing you here in Pittsburgh on uh, May 22nd. Right on Alright, I'd like to thank Javier for taking the time to talk to us. We had some technical difficulties during the recording of that interview, and I'm glad we were able to get it finished. Animals as Leaders will be in Pittsburgh on May 22nd at the Rex Theater on the south side. It's definitely a show worth checking out. That brings a close to this week's episode, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to contact us at ironcityrocks at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash ironcityrocks. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash ironcityrocks. Check out our Instagram at instagram.com forward slash ironcityrocks. And check out our main website, ironcityrocks.com. Till next time, thanks for listening.